Hello, good evening. What's good? What's good, family? This is your boy, Pastor Santa Camo, and it's an honor to be with a fellow legend, my brother, my man. I know what it is. <laughs> Got you. It is the whimsy one. Charlie Rock, the infamous. Of course, of course, of course. Little Chat Podcast finest, Brooklyn's finest. But before you talk, gotta make my man come in too. <laughs> What's up, I y'all? definitely took over the show, didn't I? Hey, what's up, y'all? This is your co-host, Ricard Gina. Well, um, shout out to everybody that's been watching the show. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting. Shout out to everybody who's just been watching the show and helping us to get this far. Um, thank you to all the supporters, all the subscribers, everybody that subscribed to the YouTube, everybody that's been watching the Facebook Live, everybody that's been sharing. Go ahead and share this video or share it afterwards. Um, drop comments, drop ideas of what you like about the show, who you would like on the show. Um, but to get today we got a special guest, a brand new guest that hasn't been on the show yet. Introduce yourself, brother. You previously introduced Indeed. yourself again, so you go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, bro. Introduce <laughs> yourself. Once again, you already know what it is. Charlie, Rock, the whimsy one, Brooklyn's finest, the dark skin one, the happy one, always up to no good, always into something. Always into some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I do it all, man. You know that's what's up. It's just very, I'm just very nomadic and and and, and renaissance. That's it. Okay, so, so tell people who you are. I know you're a DJ, but tell people who you are. Well, my real name is Carl Charles. People make fun of me about that all the time. I'm like, damn, how you name now? Two first names. You can't be trusted. <laughs> damn right. No human could be trusted. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, I mean, regular. You know, athlete, grew up in a Christian home, you know, was in church, left the church. You know, every now and again, I, I, I hear it a lot, like, oh, why you left church, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I understand. No, we don't get into all that. Don't worry, we got a whole hour. Yeah, we need to get into that, like, right. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? You, you know what? Actually, why, why, why? I mean, a lot of people get this, but why did you leave church? Why, you think people, somebody pushed you away? I don't think anybody pushed me away, to be honest with you. I just felt like... Mm. There was a whole world out there I needed to see. Mm. Um, not to say that Saturdays, going to church on Saturdays was holding me back, but mm. you know, there's some things that I wanted to know and I didn't know. Um, mm. So, would you say that you like the prodigal son or you just like the person that went out? Yeah, basically the prodigal son. Um, for those that don't know the, the parable of the prodigal son, that's the son that left the home and he told his father he basically wanted to be a man and wanted to go see what else was out in the world. So, do you feel like you're on that level? You could say that. If that's the description of the prodigal son, then that's the perfect description of me. Mm. And then, I mean, my parents are still, they heavy with the, with the church thing. They ask me every now and again, yo, when you gonna go back? Are you gonna come back? You need to come back? I'm like, all right, listen, man. I believe the higher being is omnipresent and omnipotent, so he's everywhere. So I could praise him in a train station. I could praise him at the crib. I could praise him everywhere I am. Understand? Not to say I, I don't need the congregation, but at times, like, you can you can praise him. What if I get trapped in the train station one day and I don't make it to church? Understand? If my Bible's in my hand, I could, you know, definitely read some scriptures and get uh, whatever message I was, I was getting for that day for myself. Understand? I feel you. I mean, I think, to, to go back to what you're saying, man, I think out of the day, we, we make this thing so complicated when it's not complicated. Yeah. I think... When you read your Bible, you notice that the only thing that God requires from us is is loving Him and loving others. How you treat your fellow man, how you treat your fellow sister, how you treat your fellow brother. Man, I believe also to that. Um, 
you know, when we come together, we come together to fellowship and empower and encourage one another. So I understand what you're saying. I know you're a good brother. Yeah. You know, you got a good heart. Yeah. Your heart is in the right place and everything. Like, oh, um, I see somebody just uh, gave us a shout out. Um, whose people is this? This is Jamie Thomas Diaz. Shout out to Jamie, what up, bro? Shout out to Jamie, man, Jamie. It's what, it's what he said. God bless you guys, praise the Lord for this video live, definitely, definitely. Amen, amen. Yo, shout out to everybody that's been supporting the Real World Ministries. We're, we're about to get incorporated, then we're about to get that 501c3 status, so we're going to be a non-for-profit, we're going to be hiring soon. And our goal is, you see how we had over, I would say over 37 episodes total, first season and second season. And we had a lot of different professionals, a lot of young beautiful people with degrees and education and from different walks of life and that has different attributes and different talents we're gonna employ you guys so that you can use your talents and we're gonna create the first fully youth christian ministry company which has never ever been done so shout to you guys so if you got a comment if you know anybody that would be good for the company that can help us grow the company and grow the brand if you know anybody that could help us build our dream and build the dreams of many people that wanted to do this but has not been able to do this. Let us know. Drop a comment. Tell us what you like about the show. And just speak to us, people. Don't be shy. So, what made you start DJing? Uh, it had to be back when I was like a child. Uh, I used to listen to music. I love music. And it had to be reggae. Because reggae, they... Their, their music is done off like rhythms, right? Mm -hmm. So w what I mean by rhythm is that they would have different artists on one beat. That's know? a fact, all right? But but they don't so call their um them they call their artists. They don't call them rappers. They call them DJs. Okay. You you know that, right? I mean, I'm learning something. Yeah, yeah they call them DJs. Yeah. My man put me onto that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah like Mr. Right, Edgar, Sean Paul, and. And then I, I heard in in different other countries like their groups they call them sound systems. I didn't know that either. I was wow. Just like, that's a, that's well, like if you see like um, a lot of uh, a lot of like house music, you know, DJ house music too. Yeah. Um, they say uh, this group is sound system, so and so sound system. Mm. So if I if if I had like a, a band or something, it'd be Charlie Rock sound system, like something like that. Wow. So I mean, um, so back to the rhythms, right? Yeah. So they would have multiple artists on one beat, and then I was like, okay, they on one beat, and then I used to hear like. A DJ's how uh, I used to blend them, mm. right? So I didn't have like the equipment to DJ at the time. I used to have like iTunes. I'd have iTunes open mm. and like worlds. What was it called? Media media player. The media player. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. I had when I had an HP. Mm. So I used to try to blend music through the, through both of those, right? Or just play two two music at the same time. Yeah, and then try to blend them, right? So you know, I was just messing around with it. I wasn't. Uh, uh, you know, really good at what I was doing. I mm. just wanted to, I, I just knew music, mm. right? I, I did a gig one time, and I tried to do it with the, the media player, and I just, horrible, worst thing ever. I was like, one of these days, I'm going to be the man at this, right? Mm -hmm. So I just started talking to DJs, started buying a little equipment here and there, and I, one day I got a, a MacBook. My father got me a MacBook, mm. and, um, like I said, I started talking to OGs, um, people that have been in the game for a minute. I started asking them what software do I need, how do I do this, how do I blend properly, how do I scratch properly. Um, I had this dude that I went to school with him in college. Um, he had the equipment, he just started DJing as well. But he got good really fast. Um, so I, I used to go to his house and try to mix and just beat juggle. You know, beat juggling is basically you take a, a whole bunch of instrumentals 
and then you try to blend them. And once you learn the BPMs, which is the beat per minute, and what goes with what, everything else is history. So off of that alone, I got a, I got a, a, a random gig one day. My boy was just like, yo, I said, they need a DJ, just come, just come. I'm like, yo, I just started. I don't think I'm going to be, I'm like, you know what, let's go through it. So I go through the gig, and everybody's like, yo, you, you kind of good. Can I get your car? You this car? I was like, no. I just started DJing like literally last week. Last week. Mm -hmm. So ever since then, I just, it just took off. No? Wow. I'm getting better and better at it. That's cool, that's cool. Um I, I basically wanted to um also ask you this. So what's 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 your experience in regards to DJ? How do you enjoy what um, what you getting more clientele and everything like that? Um as much as I love DJing, I like to DJ mostly for myself and like hippies. I love hippies. I love DJing in like Williamsburg parties or like where's this a nice mixture of like People that enjoy the art. Okay. Like, you could have fun with the music. You could just blend all day. Mm -hmm. I really, really, really hate ratchet parties. Wow. Because it's like dangerous. The ratchet. Let me say it. Ratchet party you probably do your party with on Flatbush Avenue. Not just it's not just about the location. It's like who's throwing a party, right? So it would be like this this hood party and then like Trappers. Yeah, it's just straight trap music. Okay. Maybe like five reggae songs will go off, and then they'll 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 be uh, receptive to it. You, but it's no soca, no. no house. No, you can't you can't have fun with the music. It's just drop this, drop that. And on top of that, it's probably like ten different dudes coming to you with flash jobs. So like, yo, drop my song for me, drop my song. I'm like, look, my man, like I have my internal hard drive, and I got the the, the, the DJ. In, 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 um, the mixer in my ports, like I can't. Where I'm gonna put your stuff at to to plug in your, your joint? Like I can't do it. It's just it gets it, it gets annoying, man. And it's like there's a whole, a whole lot to to deal with. Like if I do a, a, a magic party, just give me an hour and a half, and I'm out. That's it. <laughs> hour and a half, and I'm good. That's it. I can't do it tonight. Yo, catch a question. Have you done weddings yet? I've done a wedding, and I got a wedding coming up actually, April 28th. Okay, that's what's up. Beautiful. Shout out to the beautiful couple, whoever they are. That's what's up. Um, I wanted to basically address, man, let's just get right to the nitty-gritty. How do you feel about the fabulous situation with Emily B? What's your thoughts about that? Did he hear I don't know. I don't know. No one knows. All I saw that he was upset. I mean, from the video I seen... He was upset. He was upset. He cursed at her a couple of times. He might have threatened to walk towards her. You know that? I yeah. mean, people do that. He threatened her and her father. Yeah, he threatened yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Like, but he didn't... He didn't attack him, you understand? Like, oh, although, they said he had a sharp object in his hand, so who knows, it could have been a knife. This, this all speculation. Whether he had a sharp object in his hand or not, it was just a threat to the back the fuck up, leave me alone. Mm. Don't curse me. No. Nah. Don't curse me. Sorry. Sorry. But, um... So, so, so somebody said he had a knife too. Yeah, he, they said he had a sharp object in his hand. But my thing is that, what, it, what was the argument about? That's the thing, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I remember the last time. From 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 what I've read, they said is that she went to L.A., left the kids in Jersey. He did not know she was in L.A. till he got to L.A. or he found out she was in L.A. through social media. So then he pressed her and he felt like she she was cheating on him. So that's but but he's her. been cheating on her numerous times. But you know how it goes. Some people are shooters, but they can't take a shot. That's crazy. I, mean, I can understand that, but... Uh, maybe, my, maybe... My man Richard said... My man, my man Ricardo uh, said his name is changed to the Fabulous. Yo. <laughs> Yo, man, I just... Man. I, I, I honestly believe that, yes, he probably did have a sharp object in his name, but I don't think he was really going to do nothing with it. 
Mm-hmm. Like, then maybe, he the father, maybe the father pressed, tried to do something to him if I would have used it, but I don't think he would have used it on her. I, it could be that he felt that she was neglecting the kids by just leaving them there in Jersey. And yeah, they probably got named. He rich. Well, it could it was, be anything. It was Freaky Friday. He woke up in Chris Brown's body. I think that's what happened. You think so? <laughs> I don't think so. Because it's like, wow. I mean, now now you went and hitting women. Like, how many, that has been out for how many years now? He knows better. He could have, he could have been doing it and no one, is. and no one knew, cause he's been cool for mad long. He's always been cool. But it's cause, th- he's, he's just lost his cool, honestly. It had to be some, not to say that nobody deserves to get hit. That's a fact. He hit her. Nobody, no female deserves But they to said hit. he hit her until he knocked her teeth out, like, that's what they're saying, that he knocked her What's the pictures at? Exactly. That's the better thing That would have been immediate, immediately. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Nah, you can't say that because the Chris Brown Rihanna pictures didn't come out till like a few weeks or months later. You sure? It, it, it came out right away? Right, right away. Nah, it came right away. It came out the same week though. It took a while, bro. Yeah, it took a it while. Took a while. I think it came out. It came out eventually, but it took a while. It yeah. came out like the same day. I don't think so. It came out, man. But now, honestly, no female deserves to get hit. But I'm not even going to sit here and tell you I never hit a female before because I have. But it wasn't. Th- was you provoked? Yeah, I was. So she she with you first. It's not. She spit at me. See, that's oh, that's crazy. So that's the difference. See, we that's can't promote domestic violence. We don't promote domestic violence at all. We don't promote domestic violence at all. People, I I feel like some 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 women do take that to their advantage. That all right, I'm a, I'm could provoke him all I want because he can't I'll put his hands on him. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if he does anything, he's going to jail. Yeah. So I'm gonna win regardless. You know, like 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 I agree with her. She said that if a woman hits a man, be expected that he may hit you back and don't feel bad about it. But in regards to what she's saying, nobody should be hitting anybody. There gotta be some type of law or rule. That Sometimes you just gotta walk away. I think that's that's the best thing. Like, but it's an unfortunate situation. That's a fact. And there's children involved, and they're both public figures. That's so a fact. Hopefully, I mean, they, at, at they the work the through day, it. At the end of the day, there's this ways to go about things. Say I'm a, a woman comes at me aggressively and she's hitting me, punching me, whatever. I can protect myself, you understand, from, from not getting hurt. I can push her away, or like mush her, but I can't continuously do it. If I mush her and walk away, that's self-defense. That's right. But if I stay there and beat her, beat her, <laughs> beat her then that's different. And it is not self-defense anymore. You just downright beat her. You understand? It's just ways to go about different things. You just gotta, you know, be very mindful and be thoughtful of what you're doing. You know? Especially when you're famous, then there's cameras everywhere. That's a fact. Yeah. You gotta be it's, careful. It's hard to be famous. It's very, very difficult to be famous. That's like a, it's a, it's a never-ending job. That's a never-ending job. But that's how you get paid, though. Yeah. That's is, a fact. It is what it is, but I see why they're so stressful. These people, I think they be happy. They don't be happy, man. Like, look at Kanye, Kanye West. He hates paparazzi. He hates himself at this point. He looks really depressed right now. That's a fact. Yo, how you guys feel about um the uh, Jewel Santana situation? He got caught with a gun in, in the airport, and he, he ran. got caught slipping. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people be thinking that the fame you could get away with murder. Like Jewel Santana, if you was maybe if you was Jay Z, you would have got away. But you're not. <laughs> you Jewel Santana is the pie still living the hood or still living in Jersey where you at? No, nah, he live in Jersey. He live in the hood. Yeah, he's still, he still in got Jersey money. Where you at? You can't be going through through customs with with guns, man. Jay Z stabbed somebody. Um, he beat that case. I remember. That's a fact. Was it self defense though? 
Like was. Could have been when Jay Z stabbed. Yeah. Un- nah, they say he stabbed un- over Charlie Baltimore, according to Cameron. That's crazy. Yeah, but who who, who still talks about that though? Nobody talks about that. It's Jay Z. It's dirt under the rug. You know, he was acquitted for it. That's a fact. Crazy man. Speaking of dirt under work and being acquitted for it, um, do you guys believe that when you reach a certain status, a certain power, and you go before a judge and you know certain signs or symbols that you can manifest before (laughs) the man that sits in the black robe with his glass half full, do you believe that you can get off? Yes. Hell yeah! I believe in that. <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm sure I, there is. I believe in that because the thing is that the justice system is flawed. I'm so sure there is. It's, it's flawed. It depends on the situation. And you money, know what I'm saying? Money talks. Money yeah. talks. And BS talks. Not only money, sometimes it's power. It's power too. That's a fact. Definitely power. If I got power over you, you ain't putting me in no. Because there's, there's a lot of people that stole money. Like, for example, it was supposed to be given to a specific you know, purpose, a, a specific intent. And, you know, like, for example, look at Trump. He's into fraud. That's the biggest fraud. Bank fraud. All that. And, I believe and people with money are the biggest scammers. But that's how they keep getting money. It's because they already got money. They can manipulate how to that's a fact. do things. And we know that America is not a democracy. It's an it's a, um, oligarchy. People, 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 shut yeah, up, it's a republic. Things. No, but it's an oligarchy, though. Explain to people. Okay, so basically an oligarchy. Okay, it's an oligarchy, right? I'm alright. Let me let you know right now. Let's do this right. Alright. Oligarchy. Don't want to get it wrong. Now I'm going to get it right. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to do it right. So, uh, oligarchy is basically a, a small group of people having control of a country, organizational institution. I really believe that. Like, that's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? You know, so. But even in the pledge, it says for, in this run, we're a public in which it stands. That's a fact. It's a republic, which means it's privately owned. It's not publicly owned. That's, mmm. That's another situation. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I, I so could give you don't mean in the, that secret society they speak of. I could give you examples of real life that I know. Um, I remember when I was younger, it was this, it was this older white gentleman. He came up to me. He was manifesting the um, Freemason Street belt. That's how. That's the symbolism that he put in front of me. So I was like, "What's that belt about?" Like I seen the the Solomon seal before, and he was like, "Oh, you want to learn more about this?" He's a like, you would need a sponsor. I want to sponsor you because. Those, those, those clothes and trips are going to be expensive. You're going to need some real shiny shoes when you go to these meetings. I was like, well, what are you talking about? He said, you know, just say yes. And I was like, I don't know. He, he said, there's a lot of perks to that, you know, <laughs> in certain situations. That's to explain. He said, if you go before a judge and you do symbols that that only he could see, he'll let you go. Say, for example, you get pulled over by the police and and you show a certain symbol, they'll let they'll let you go. So there's the largest all across the country. Now I said it in a song. That's your question. Mm-hmm. That dude still alive? Yeah, I believe so. Because he definitely said too much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he didn't say a lot. He just he didn't say a lot. Now I said it best. No, no. Let me just finish what I'm saying. Now I said that even if I'm on the run, I'm good because it lodges all across the country. That's one thing that he said. The example that the man gave me was, he said one time he was traveling from down south up north with a, with a trunk full of um, illegal cigarettes. And he said that they let him off. I said, why did they let you off? He said, he said a simple when they came, I showed them, I showed them the, the symbols. Basically, two V's up, two V's down. It makes the equality of the seal of Solomon. Another guy, I met him, um, I, I can't even say his name because his name is confidential. But he was facing... Attempted murder charges, attempted murder, battery, and assault in the second degree. 
Um, and just four days, five days, he did his case and it was dismissed from um, a felony to a misdemeanor. And I was like, how did you beat it? He said, when I went left before the judge, I showed the judge my knowledge. I manifested from the judge. The judge was elated by the knowledge that I showed him because even though his cup was full and he wore that black dress showing that like he overcame me when I showed him the, the knowledge it put me above him so he wow. wanted to drink out of my cup of knowledge wow that's real that's fire that is that's power bro that's power I want to ask you a question um even with another topic how you guys feel about Sabrina Clodio she just got a shout out on Instagram or on Twitter who is that well she's a big R&B artist there's a lot of big R&B artists out there like like her um Ro James um, um, there's a lot of um, SZA, SZA, right? Yeah, I know SZA. SZA's yeah. amazing, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of good SZA artists. said that she's retiring from the game. How she retired from oh, the game? She, she just started. started. I don't know. She just started. Maybe it was a rumor, but I heard that she She just started. started, but I want to, I just, I, I, but the thing is that, like, like, like I said, I want to give a shout out to all the good artists out here that's producing very, very, very great music. Mm -hmm. Shout out to them, like, amazingly i also heard that also too like they be djs they be hating on our good artists until when they're popping they lit yeah of course that's when they want to put them on yeah. so for all those those fake djs who be hating the the the, the media who be hating shame on you but shout out to good good artists out there there's good r&b there's good rap music there's music out there that they're not cursing i'm not talking about thoughtism you know stripping i salute good 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 music Tremendously and everything like that. And shout out to Masuka because she's on the come up. Oh, yeah, she's definitely doing that thing. We're going to shout out Masuka. Masuka's definitely. Oh, I also want to shout out my homegirl, Valerie Paul from Philadelphia. She's doing her thing too. She had a concert the other day. I heard she ripped it. Um, I heard you want to come to Brooklyn soon. So I told you to highlight this this king right here, Ricard. I told you to highlight Dixon and highlight some big plays out here. So this this girl, Valerie Paul, want to shout out, shout out to her as well too, who's playing good 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 gospel music and stuff like that shout um, out to my brother aj rhymes he did his thing at the hebron youth fashion show yeah how was that how was that i think it was great especially shout out to the whole jordan river because we popped out and we you know we 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 did what we usually do you know us coming from being the underdogs to the position that we in now i feel like we're starting to get the respect that we deserve so shout out to um Benry, shout out to janelle shout out to my sister adele shout out to my brother aj and shout out to everybody that came through and supported. We did our thing. Pictures on Instagram, Rickstar1875, and Facebook, Makaji Noel. You already know what it is. That's what's up. I don't know no gospel artist right now. That's so good, man. Know, but yo, yo, yo. Let's go back to you, right? <laughs> you wanted to be this DJ since you was a youth, right? Yeah. And now you're this DJ. Why? All right, here's the question. Do you feel like if you were still in the church, it would hold you back from being the DJ that you wanted to be? No, I just wouldn't take no Saturday afternoon gigs. <laughs> That's about it. Or yeah, like but you could still take Saturday night gigs too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But why? You wouldn't. That wouldn't hold me back from taking no gigs. Okay, so here's the real question: Why did you leave the church? Why did I leave? Yeah, tell the people why did you? Well, leave it all the started. It all started in high school. Um, I was I was on the track team, and um, most of the track meets were on Saturdays. And um, I had to make them because I was trying to work my way to get a scholarship to go to school. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of, you know, Haitian parents, and especially Haitian parents in the church, they, they don't really, they're not really into sports. Or yeah, that's, sports. that's a fact. Everything is books, books, books. 
not everybody has the education to to get a uh, academic scholarship. Not to say I didn't have the brains to do it, but I felt like the athletic scholarship would have been easier for me. Mm -hmm. So I tried to work my way to get that. Um, that was about it. Uh, ever since then, I was just going to track meets, going to track meets. I, was start, I started seeing different states, started seeing different parts of the, you know, uh, the country by running. Um, it was just a whole different world, you know? And then I got to college, still was running, and then that was it after that. I just never really, I went back, every now and then I would go back, you know, make visits and see people and, you know, special occasions I would go there and pop mm -hmm. out. But I just, to wake up just to go, nah, I just, I didn't really go anymore after that. But I still have faith, you know. I got the faith, the faith didn't leave me. So it sounds like you start to run and you end up running away from church. Do you feel like that's what <laughs> I did? <laughs> that's a great way to put it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what matters at the day? You said you didn't run from God. Nah, you still run. believe in God. You still love God. Yeah, I never question. Never questioned them. I never said, "Oh, I, let me question this," because you know, I I spoke to people. You know, yeah. And they asked me, "What's your religion?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm something religious." And a lot of people are shocked at, at first. Then. And there's these people that, you know, that they feel like their religion is better than Yeah. And which is Yeah, of course. I never liked that religion. Religion starts a lot of wars. That's religion that's causes division like my made back partition. J Z said that. A lot. So and, and that's not a good thing. Um so I remember somebody saying that, Oh, some of the Adventists is not a good religion. You have believe in this, you have believe in that and he spoke about um, he spoke about Ellen G. White and things like that. And mm -hmm. just basically saying that it wasn't the right way, it wasn't the right path. If I was a person that just felt for anything, I probably would have just fell right into that and be like, oh, maybe, maybe I need to stay away from this. Although, there's certain things in the in, in Seventh-day Adventists that I don't agree to. Such as? Um, such as the wedlock thing. Oh, like children out of wedlock? Yeah, the, 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 uh, the jewelry thing. Mm -hmm. um, just. Basically, but, but but the people wear wedding rings. I understand that. Yeah, people wear wedding rings, and and there are people who who, who believe, I think, who, who believe in regards to not being too excessive. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm That's saying? What I'm saying. You see, so you know what I'm saying. So that that they they made it seem like you couldn't wear it at all. But I think so the mis the biggest misconception is that they try to base it on the Bible. But but if you look at all the kings and queens of the Bible, they wore jewelry. They wear jewelry. It, it, just, it, it's about, it's about idolatry. You can't analyze it. You can't. It can't be your number one thing. Like, that's I a fact. I can't say, "I'll die with this chain." Like that's just dumb. That, that's idolatry. Yeah, exactly. you know, somebody say, yo, "Yo, come up with that chain." I understand I'm the dude from the street, and I understand that that I understand principles and everything like that. And yo, I'm not dying for the chain. Now, if you put your hand on me, I might. I'm have to protect myself. But if you if you tell me to come up with that chain, hey, you had a chain. If you try to harm me after that, everything anything that happens to you, it happens to you. But I'm not idolizing nothing. And, and I want to talk about the the wedlock thing. Um, what I want to basically say is that a lot of churches need to start just teaching um, young men what it means to be a husband, what it means to be a father, what it means to be responsible. Mm -hmm. The same thing with women, how to be a mother, how to be a wife, how to be responsible. Um, I think the church needs to be honest and tell these teenagers to wear condoms. I, just, just, feel like, I just feel like excommunication is not a good thing. I feel like if you if you're going by the wayside, yeah, it's a you fact. Need to, you need to embrace them more. You understand? Because 
by excommunicating them, now they're out of the church, they're going to get to fall into things that, you know, other things that they didn't want them to fall into. But the biggest irony of it all is, if you look at church now, there's a whole bunch of older single mothers in church. There's more women and children versus men. Like, how often do you see a full, complete family in church now? Not often at all. Not at all. That's real. That's real. That's because a lot of people is marrying out of the religion. Exactly. And half the family comes, half the family don't. Yeah. That's a fact. We have a lot of work to do. We 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 don't do that work. Um, I, I wanted to ask how you guys feel about um Stephen Clark's brother. They said that he's being crazy for expressing himself. I, I don't see what's so crazy about him expressing himself. How he feels. Explain that situation. Yeah, well, basically, well, well, basically, um, well, I mean, they feel like he's been doing a bit much. Like you know, he's he's been you know. I mean, you, you gotta see it. I mean, you wanna show you a clip. Yeah, because I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Is he expressing himself sexually? or? No, he's not expressing himself sexually. I, I'll show you a clip real quick. Well, Santa's look for that, right? Yeah. Since you're a DJ, um, last week I had a baby shower at, at, at the building where my church is at. But it's a huge building, so the right. chapel is like in the front. The cafeteria is like towards the back, and it's also a school. So right. in the school part about the cafeteria, we had a, a, a baby shower. Ironically, the DJ that was there was an SDA DJ. Yeah. But yeah, he, okay. he actually go to Kingborough. But a lot of the conservative, the ultra conservative SDA people, like the older folks, they felt like the music was too aggressive or too hood because they said that they they felt like that that whole entire building was like spiritual ground. And I'm like, but but there's a school here, like, okay, and. At the end of the day, like, was it clean? Yeah, it was. It was clean. It was, it no was cursing. clean. It was no cursing. It was no cursing, but they felt like it's because it was the hip hop music, the trap music. Some people felt like we should play more R and B the whole entire night. But like a Listen, lot, man, the I younger mean, generation had fun, but the older generation felt some kind of way to the point where a guy preached Saturday and he threw subliminal shots. And you know, you SDA preachers, you SDA elders, y'all good for going on stage and throwing shots. But y'all never speak to people directly. So you guys need a man well, up. Like, like you guys lack that testicular fortitude. And that's why... I'm going to say this. This is what I'm going to say. My thing is that... Um, I know I want to get married soon. I know I want to get married soon. And I know when I get married... You see what I'm saying? Um, and I just feel like with the Seventh Adventist Church... I feel like the, the, the ultra-legalism... I feel like that if you have fun... You're having fun. Nothing sexual. Nothing. No, no cursing. Um, it's like it's a problem. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But it's not a problem at all. You know what I'm saying? You're having a good time. You're not cursing. You're not. You're not, you're not grabbing people. You're not grabbing girls' behinds. You're not fighting. I don't see what's the problem. But I'm letting you not right now. When I have my wedding, you feel me? Um, it's gonna be lit. <laughs> And we won't be drinking, you see what I'm saying? Which is not a problem. <laughs> but I'm not inviting everybody. You can't I'm get drunk, though. Exactly. I was nice. I was nice. I was really nice. I was nice. Like I said, there's nothing, there's no, there's nothing wrong with having a very good time with your friends, especially for everything, for everything that thing that we, we have done for the many times we have um, gave helped, back, gave back, back celebrate the community. Plus, the thing is that, too, you know, your wife about to have a baby soon, and you've done a lot of things for the community. There's nothing wrong with having fun. So I'm letting you know right now, when I'm getting married, we're drinking, 
we're having a good time. And if and if you're not if you if, if that's the case, you're not coming. Because like I said, we it's all about having fun. It's every 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 place. Thank you, preacher. Salute to you, my pastor. Pastor Ron. You know what I'm saying? Every place has its time and its place. It's a time to laugh. It's a time to cry. It's a time for everything. And in order for you to have fun, there's nothing wrong with that. So for those who feel uncomfortable with dancing copa and having a good time, I don't know what to tell you. Well, so there's a separation. There's a separation. You know what I'm saying? I understand. It's a new generation. That's all it is. Yeah. Their complaint was that oh, it was all these visitors here, and these visitors gotta feel like we. We represented ourselves as church people, Shoot. and like we don't feel like this is probably gonna come back now. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, the visitors are there because of me. Like, that's no a disrespect fact. to them, but they're here because of me. That's and I feel fact. like most more people enjoy themselves than didn't enjoy themselves. But I feel like right. that whole hiding behind the pulpit and throwing shots, I, I never respected that. I never will. I'm gonna something that's so crazy. I won't even want to add too. I was talking to I, one of my friends had a, had a birthday yesterday, and he was like, Yo, bro. After the, the, the party was, we had a good time. He's like, yo, bro, quote some scriptures for me. I quote him a couple of scriptures. He's like, yo, bro, I just, I just love the way that you are, that, that, that you're balanced. You're very, very balanced. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's nothing real. I just said it was like a strip club. I understand. You feel what I'm saying? But we're having a good time. we we building each other. we encouraging each other. And, you know, as, as black people, we just love... To dance, we like to have yeah. fun. We like to have fun, eat, eat, have, you know, have good music, have good music, play party. dominoes. There's, there's, there's nothing wrong with that personally. You know what I'm saying? I understand if people was doing things inappropriately. Shoot, I need to have more socials to have DJs at the social. No, we've been we, 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 doing that all the time, and it's been a, it's been the same DJ at my social, same DJ at my baby shower, same DJ at my wedding, bro. So, I, so I know that. Like, so now we know that for so you can like do shout to DJ G Leo. Shout yeah. So the thing is that in regards to 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 you, now I connect you with Ricard. Ricard um knows who, he he would see you in passing, oh. but now you know who he is. You guys could connect and definitely. But definitely, when we when we do a lot of community, um, when we do a lot of community ventures. Best to best to believe this. We will we will celebrate and we will have a good time. We're just nothing wrong with that. You see what I'm saying? I think the problem is that a lot of the older generation. I feel like it's sad to say, but I feel like they have nothing to look forward to. As in, like their their life that did not turn out as they wanted it to. Their their marriage might not have turned out the way they wanted to. Yo, I want to add to that. I want to add. Yo, I wanted to add to that. I just want to cut you off. There's an elder. Uh, uh, one of my homegirls. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put on blast. But it's an elder's wife who told me that she said, and you know, but he don't go to a lot of the meetings. And he goes to the meetings, but you don't. He don't do the over excessive. She's she's like, how is it that you're married to somebody and you're in a meeting for four hours straight? Four six hours. It shouldn't take four six hours yeah. for every Sunday or Saturday to have a meeting. I like, walk out sometimes. Huh? I walk out sometimes. I'm I, like, I gotta yeah, I think, I think an hour is enough. Yes. I think an hour is enough. I think an hour and a half or two hours I mean, is enough. Depends. If you spend a lot of time with your wife, that four hours would probably be nothing to you. But however, I mean, you know, um, what were you about to say? Yeah, I said, I said that most of the time those people who are complaining like they're not happy with themselves and happy with their lives. No, they're not. <laughs> nah, it's not just that. It's just that they was raised in a different time. Right? But I feel like some some adults they use religion to punish their children because they're not happy. Like I knew this one kid. <laughs> no, that's like, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> or like, or like, oh, good example. Good example for that is um like. When you got in trouble when you was a child in school, they made you wear your uh, your church clothes to school. Yeah, yeah. that was punishment. <laughs> Although that I think about, it, I was like, y'all was dead fly. 
Like, I ain't gonna lie to you. Wearing my little church shoes, wearing my suit to school, I was fly. Yeah. But it was just that everybody was in sneakers. I just looked so depart everyone. I'm gonna give you an example, right? I knew this kid. His father lives in Haiti, his mother lives in America. His father cheats on his mother all the time, gets young girls pregnant, and all these other things. And his mother took it out on him. She was overly super religious to the point where she enforced religion upon the whole family. This kid fell into depression. This kid fell into depression and wanted to kill himself to the point where he moved out the house and didn't tell his mother where he lived. He doesn't even call his mom anymore. And like, almost everyone in the house suffers from the same thing. They all suffer from, from depression because of over-religion. Over, you over-exerting religion upon somebody, that's poison. That's that is punishment. That is poison. But that's not religion. That's, that's demonic, bro. It's, it's poison. Yeah. You can't, you gotta let them make their own decisions. Like, that's the thing that... Because parents, even God does it. My parents ain't never sat me down and yelled at me like, Yo, we gotta come back to church. We need you to back. It, it was just, are you gonna come back? This? You gonna come back? All right. Whenever you're ready, you let us know. That's, that's a fact. It's that's like sad. the prodigal son. Like, when the son was ready to return back home, that's he returned back home. Like, yeah, well, when it's your time to go back. I mean, back. he definitely forced it on my two younger brothers. I'm going to show you this, 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 this Stephen Clark thing. Like, you let me know. This is, I'm going to show you one. This is one right here. Check this out. You heard we not playing. That was 10 days ago. Police coming upon Clark while responding to reports of someone breaking car windows, firing 20 shots at him in his grandmother's backyard. Officers saying that they thought he had a gun, but Clark was unarmed. Only his cell phone was found at the scene. Joining me now is Stefan's brother, Stavante Clark. Thank you so much for joining us. I know it's tough, but we appreciate you joining us on this day. Today, I know it's even tougher because there was a wake hell for your brother. Uh, Stefan, first let me express again my sympathy here. How's your family holding up? How are you holding up? What does that mean? Next question. Okay. Um, obviously you are in grief right now and listen. I'm not in grief. All right. We haven't slept. We haven't ate. The media keeps following us everywhere we go. The only person that got the message, and that was just before we came on the air, was the mayor. He has called me and he said he's gonna help us build the library and the recreational center. That's 24 hours. I am. I am. So yeah. the mayor said he's gonna help you build a library? And a 24-hour recreational center for the kids? Yeah. For everybody. We love everybody. He's going to help me. He's going to be a part of it. You know what I mean? He's going to walk out. You know what? I'm not even going to address anymore. You know, just know that I'm going to be real connected. We're going to build. We're going to work with each other. We're going to work with each other. I love my city. 
I was sex strong. I did all this for my city. We we are the example of how to do it right. What the media does, they wait till a loved one dies, they find out it's a tragedy, they swarm that person, they put him in grief, they ruin their lives forever. Mm. Their lives are never the same. Don Lemon, let me talk to my people, okay? Yeah. You black, I'm black, let's be black now. Don't you get that down, Don Lemon. Well, I just want to tell you that. I just want to tell you that the media... I'm not blaming the media. I'm not blaming... But the way you guys treat us... You guys, I told you I stopped calling them out. We have... How many phones do we have in the family? Can you, can you let me get a word Seven. in, please? Because, I, I, listen, I have to manage Eight. the time here so that we can get something out of this interview because a lot of people are watching. And you're, you're through the media, whether you like it or not, your brother's story will be told. The media is giving you a we platform. Left, I am. Don Lemon, say his name. So tell me about your brother, please. Don Lemon, say his name. Devante, uh, listen, you're in grief. I'm sorry for for that. You're not going to I know how it is. We're never seen it. You I messed up on our name. You sent our driver late. I thank you so much for joining us. And my heart, my heart goes out for you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you. All right. I think it sounds like his like that guy suffering from some kind of mental disability but at the same time he is he is a bit emotional and we can see why because lo losing his brother the way he did but like some type of depression like what I've been saying for years man we're being hunted by police and police have been given that badge by the powers whoever they may be to eradicate hunt and kill and incarcerate men of color wow and that's just what it is it's been like that for years, man. It's been like that for years. Do you, do you think... Do you think I, I don't think it's going to stop, though. And the ones you can't capture, you kill. Do, do you think... Eventually... Eventually, the frustration is going to be led to something more? Anarchy? The Not anarchy, but like... Purge. Brothers just killing Ku Klux Klan members. It's going to be the purge. It was sense to find that. Listen, man, I'm just saying that a lot of stuff... A lot of stuff that's gonna happen, or a lot of stuff that's happened, has been in movies, man. It's gonna be the purge. One of these days, something's gonna happen, and then this is gonna be all right. Yeah, we had enough. Let's go out there and just handle our business. But I think, but I, but I think that will give way to martial law. It is gonna give way to. It, it, it sucks. It sucks. But then again, it's like, what are we doing to make? We're not. We're not doing anything to make changes. Some some people are, but a lot of people aren't. Some people are, they gonna. They gonna march today, have riots today, and then after that, just have you know, just just, it, just, just 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 kill that's white it. supremacists and kill Ku Klux Klan members. I don't think that would be smart, only because an eye for an eye, and then we all end up blind. Say, for example, we as in black people start killing white people. No, 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 not white people. I'm talking about Ku Klux Klan members. Yeah, but Ku Klux Klan members are these same congressmen, these same police officers, these same people sure. in power. So. They just took the hoods off. It's like mask off, mask off. Like you know, sometimes they got their mask off. Sometimes they they got their mask on. So you kill one of these people, you don't know who they are. The other people's gonna retaliate, and then it's gonna end up in what genocide? Like almost the same thing happened with the Native Americans. They went from 150,000 to less than 5,000 in some states. So do you really want to do that? I mean, revolution has always birthed. Something. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just speaking in the behalf of how people people feel. Where it sucks. Yeah, you know but white people they three times more than black people in America. Unless Africa gets involved, and no, they're not. They're not the majority anymore. The white people still the majority in America. Still the majority, but you know, by 
Google America's population according to race. Okay, let us, you know what? Okay. If you think about it, a lot of black people. So, live so in the city. A, a American population due to race, right? Cities. Okay. American population due to race. Okay. So, um, blacks is 2.5. Exactly. The American Indians are 1.4. Exactly. The <laughs> Asians are 0 0.4. Um, 0 0.1 is 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 Islanders, Hawaiians, of course. Places Asians live too. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Oh, but you want the whites? Yeah, what's whites? Okay, wait. American population. Um, when it comes to whites. Um, wait, wait, wait. Let's see the majority for the whites. Wait. They're not showing me. I gotta go back to the same thing again. Just put American census. Oh, American census, right? Okay. American census. Okay, so go to where? What does it say? Okay, just go to American census. Yeah, the records. Okay, the records, right? Alright. Say no more. My man's not playing. It's not gonna be a whole yep, sir. Okay. So we're gonna look at um just put the the, the the Caucasian population in America. Caucasian population, right? No, no. We go back to Google and put Caucasian population. Okay, ca Caucasian population in America. Yeah. Okay. Caucasian population in United States of America. Why they not? They not telling. <laughs> they not. No. How much it says? They not telling, bro. They not telling. They're not telling. They're not telling, bro. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, let me see. So, um, okay, they said the Hispanic Latino uh, population seventeen point eight. The total use probably make up the largest F, um ethnicity, of course. The white non-Hispanic make up sixty one point three percent. Exactly. So. If so if the Spanish is almost 30 and the whites are 60, then that leaves us with what? 10% left. Wow. And it says 55% of, of America live in the South. Wow, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, this is white America. Everybody knows that. Wow. You only think there's a lot of blacks because we live in Brooklyn. <laughs> there's a lot of whites in Brooklyn too. Don't get it twisted. Gentrification. There's a lot of there's a lot of whites in Brooklyn. What? Listen, even before listen, even before they came to like Crown Heights or or Brownsville. You have Park Slope. You have um you have um um you have Bay Ridge. You have Bensonhurst. Don't get me started. There's a lot of white people in Brooklyn. The other day, this guy on World Star, shout out to World Star, they broke down colonization and what occurs to America. He said if you have a toy and I take the toy from you and I say it's my toy, is it my toy or is it still your toy? It's 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 your toy. It's a toy. I mean, I can I can go claim it's mine, but 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 just because I have it does doesn't mean all right. Your 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 phone. If I take your phone and put it in my pocket, is it still your phone or is it my phone? It's still my phone. All right. And if I give it to my kid, I'm like, yeah, hold this for me. Is it still your phone or is it? It's my, my phone. phone. All right. So that's what happened with America. America stole 
stole the land from the Native Americans and then they handed it off to their kid one by one by one by one and they just killed off the Indians one by one by one by one and they will sculpt them sculpt them mean when you pull their hair until their head rip off their neck wow and they would keep that as a trophy or they would like cut off if the woman was pregnant they would cut out the baby fetus and they'll keep the fetus as a trophy or they would take the little girls and rape them like Sacagawea the one that's on the one dollar coin she was sold to one of the explorers that was with Lois and Clark, I think it was one of the guys at the age of Basically at the age of thirteen. The at the age of thirteen. And another thing they used to do is like the white men would marry Native American women and then kill the woman and then take the land. So then they got the birthright to it, you know? Stuff like that. Simple stuff. If you don't gotta believe me, you can always look it up online. All this information is That's online. I just be talking because I read a lot. So. No, no, no. You, 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 you're not talking crazy. You talking. You talking yeah. facts. No, I didn't say I'm talking crazy. I said I'm just talking because I read a lot. Okay, that's a fact. That's so a I fact. Know these things. That's a fact. Yeah. So, um, what you trying to say? We close out, or you want to talk about something? Um, else? we could talk about something else. Um, one more, one more topic. Um, how you feel about the teacher that um allowed the kids to paint themselves black faces? That's a trending topic right now that's going on right now. I saw that a few things, but I feel like that happened a lot. That's crazy. That's crazy. Was it was it white folks? It was a white teacher. White it was was it white students? Um Yeah, it was white students and white students. Yeah, and they took a picture. It takes it back to like Vaudeville in the days when it was doing black face stuff like that whole why would they want to do that? That whole circus thing, that whole painting your face and dressing like a vagabond, that's that's the that's the Caucasian population making fun of the black man. Because mm. if you're already a white person, why are you painting your face white? It's only because it's unacceptable to paint your face black in the open society, so instead you paint it white. But then the way you dress, you dress like a vagabond. Usually back in those days, a vagabond was associated with a black person because black people had less money than, than the whites because after slavery ended, blacks weren't allowed to get jobs. and they made it illegal to not have a job, so blacks went back to jail. You go back to jail, it's back to slavery. It's the same thing over and over and over. Yeah, it's it's like a wheel. Recurring <laughs> cycle. Yeah, basically they make it fun of you, like you're a clown, you're poor, and your job is to entertain white folks. Same thing now. You same wanna, thing now. You want to make money, entertain these white folks. Like that. That's why now I said one day I want to make enough money where I can keep my feet back on the wood and watch these niggas run back and forth and play the game like, like the Laker. Mm. If you think of that, that's deep when it's since that like you're reached to the point where on a Monday, Tuesday night you're spending ten, fifteen thousand to just put your feet on the wood to watch black people run back and forth, up and down, up and down, playing basketball for a game that doesn't really mean much and you're just sitting there watching because you have nothing better else to do. Mm. While there's other people out here working overnight, slaving, who just work eight, nine, ten hour shifts and they're tired going home, but mm. you're there to throw only fifteen thousand dollars just to watch these guys run up and down. Yeah. That's some deep shit. That's real. <laughs> That's real. Well family, any any closing thoughts? It's real, man. Real world. Real Chat Podcast, you already know what it is, man. Oh, tell them about your podcast, because you got a podcast, too, bro. Yeah, tell them do. about Real it. Real Chat Podcast, follow it. What's it about? Subscribe. It's just a whole bunch of... We talk about a whole lot of topics. Same as y- y'all do. It's just, uh, you know, it's not religious. So, a lot of people... We try to bring... There's a lot of alcohol involved. So, we try to bring the real out of everybody. You know, so, like, people say that alcohol... Yeah, it, it's like drink chants, but we try to not be like them. Mm-hmm. We try to be our own. So, if 
if you're a rapper and you saw this whack, we're gonna tell you it's whack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not gonna tell you, okay, uh, I mean, we're gonna try to help you and tell you, okay, this is what you need to do, this is the right people you need to talk to, this is how you go about things. We're gonna definitely, you know, I think the truth is very key. So do you it think is a, key. So do you think a drunken mind speaks sober thoughts? Listen, man. Yeah, I just think that. I think so. I just think that the alcohol makes people more relaxed. Like, mm. in in order for them to speak about certain things that they probably wouldn't speak about. Um, some people are. Uh, uh, I could talk about about anything. I could be. I don't have to be drunk to talk about whatever I want to talk about. But some people they need that. Understand? I don't know why. This man once told me that if you indulge, if you overly indulge in alcohol or drugs or you smoke cigarettes, there's something mentally, there's something mentally wrong with you because you're dealing with a frustration or with a feeling that you gotta exalt in a different type of way instead of doing it naturally. Yeah, it could be true. That definitely sounds like truth to me. Like you need, cause you know there's certain people, there's certain people they need alcohol to even indulge sexually, and that's like, yo, I don't want to, I need you sober. And it's, I don't want. That's a to, fact. I don't want you to blame it on the alcohol like that. Why? Yeah. Like, what's the purpose? That's a fact. And some people, when they overly stressed, they quit to smoke, and then it becomes a habit, and they got the pen on that. It becomes an addiction. So world of addiction. That's a fact. I just thank God that I'm, a, I'm, just, I'm just a real individual. I don't need no substances to, That's a fact. to unlock nothing. It's just, it's a fact. It's, I, it just flows. You feel me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I do drink or you know I have any substances that I inhale, it's just gonna be just just still be me. Or it'll probably, it'll probably calm me down. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You understand? Most of the time it puts me to sleep. So you have a realization of self, something yeah. that a lot of people yeah. lack nowadays. Yeah, people don't know. I mean, I, I still want to know more about myself. You got to know more about yourself. It's good to speak to people and find out who you really are as an individual. Or just, you know, um, seek counseling. I urge a lot of people to do um, something called self-mastery. When you master yourself physically, emotionally, spiritually, and um, basically like a lot like you work out, you build up your physical body. Mm-hmm. Um, Warren Buffett said that if you can have one car for the rest of your life, which kind of car would you pick and how would you treat it? Mm-hmm. That's our body. That's the one vehicle that's going to lead us throughout our whole life. Definitely. It depends on how we treat it and what we do. Um, the mental, um, increase yourself, read certain books, learn certain knowledge. So when you're in a room, like you don't sound too foolish and you could have a lot of different backgrounds of multiple subjects so that you can move through certain rooms because the more knowledge of certain subjects you know the more people that you can speak to um spirituality um being in tune with oneself and being in tune with the creator knowing that there's something or someone bigger than yourself and not being fully into yourself but knowing being able to deny yourself so that you can become something greater um also um Emotionally, you know, some people don't have control over their emotions, and therefore they be either over emotional or not emotional enough, and that I'm makes it. Enough. I don't think that I and and either being too much or too little makes it hard for you to function in certain things in regards to friendship and relationships. Definitely. Um, and just those, and when you master those, then it's the metaphysical where you're on top of the plane that other people are not, where you can stand before people and it's like, almost like how Jesus did, you know, a walk on water, feed the sick. Um, do to those things and these things might sound crazy to you, but some of us have actually done it. We just don't apply it in a sense like you know Yeah, so 
there's a lot of different things so just work on your self mastery people and just improve yourself and improve those around you and that's what the real world is all about mm. so you heard it here live <laughs> <laughs> so closing thoughts guys <laughs> let's just let's just continue to build each other empower one another and let's continue to serve our community this is what it's all about and promoting positive brothers like like this who are actually making a difference because you know, music changed lives too you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what it is. Improve upon the improvement. If you ain't making nobody smile today, then you're part of the problem. Mm. Mm. All I want to say is thank you all for supporting. I see the numbers was up and down today. So thank mm -hmm. you to all the people who's watching. Shout out to everybody who's been supporting the real world. You can subscribe to us at um, www.youtube.com um, backslash C for channel backslash the real world TV. Um, we also on Facebook. Check us out on YouTube and Facebook. Um, if you want to donate, www.gofundme backslash the real word. And we just thank you all. Um, DJ, drop that prayer. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> go ahead, me, please. Oh, yeah, I got to drop a prayer. Yeah, I'm going to drop a quick prayer. Just quick, quick. Quick, short. Quick, short prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for these young gentlemen here Thank you for getting me here safely. Thank you for letting us breathe every day. Um, having some food to, uh, to feed ourselves, to nourish our bodies. Having a, a shelter over our heads. And just holding strong. You understand? It's a crazy and cool world out there, and we got to live in it. Um, just God is to protect us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 See, you still got it. Still do it. Thank you for watching, people. Good night. All right, later.